Welcome to Magic Time, and I'm very pleased to be joined by Freddie McSwain Jr. Freddie, uh, a rookie with the Moncton Magic this year, and uh, Freddie, welcome to Magic Time. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks it, for having me. Glad to have you on. So I know that uh, fans of the Moncton Magic are certainly familiar with you uh, and as the year has gone along, but let's learn a little bit about uh, Freddie McSwain outside of basketball. Uh, where are you from? Well, I'm from Huntsville, Georgia, uh, where I play at Liberty County High School. Liberty County High School. Now, is that a pretty big high school? or? Uh, it's probably like 2A, so we go to 1 through 6, and probably the second smallest Second okay. smallest of the, all the schools, so two A. Now, what are some of your fondest memories about being a kid growing up in Georgia? I can say my memories are just just hanging out with all my friends that I grew up in high school and middle school, and just we actually every day after high school, when school is done, we actually walk to the gym every day and just play basketball. Go to the same gym, it's called Schumann Gym, and we just walk there every day. We didn't have no rides, no car, nothing. We just walked. Just walking? Yeah, just everywhere. We walked everywhere. So that's <laughs> just memories you can you can never replace. And just a bond that we uh, built. And I'm still friends with them now. Can you think of a couple of guys off the top of your head that were your real good buddies back then that you're still friends with now? Yeah, I got, it's, it's a lot. We actually have a group chat for Snapchat. So it's like 12 of us. And we all like keep contact. And all of them, they all everywhere playing ball, working. Just And we all connect when we, when we see each other. Just like... Like we grew up when we was little, and it's just like, it's so fun. Now, you're here playing professional basketball with the Moncton Magic, and, and I've had a chance to chat with you, not on a podcast. You didn't really start playing organized basketball till kind of late. Uh, how old were you, and when did you start playing like actual organized basketball? Uh, I was probably at least about 16, 16, 16, around that age, going into 17. And then I and then I started playing like around 10th, going to 11th grade, playing really organized and know what I'm doing and know the game and stuff more. So that's probably when I started really picking it up. And now, in terms of organized basketball, especially to get to the level that you've gotten at with NCAA Division One, playing at Indiana University, which we'll talk about, and now playing professional, like high school, 16, 17, that that would kind of be considered a late start. Did you play any kind of basketball before that? Like just pick up with your friends or anything like that? Like, do you remember like how young you were when you actually were introduced to the game? Uh, I really picked up when I moved to Hansville because the the gym, Schumann Gym. So that's where I met my friends at, and they was always beating me and <laughs> they always beat me, talking junk to me, and I was just like, they actually got me to love it more and be competitive. So I was like probably around age 15, going to 15. You are obviously a natural athlete. Uh, and again, in talking to you before, you were telling me that uh, you also did high jump yeah. in, in high school. How did you get into high jump? Uh, well, coaches see how, how high I can jump doing like playing basketball. So after the basketball season, they asked me, did I want to do track for high jump? And I was like, uh, if it, it works for basketball-wise too, going into basketball. So I was like, yeah, why not? And then they was teaching me all the basics, and but I really didn't have form or nothing. You have to have form for jumping over for one leg. I know I just jumped, so <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like that. It was just this is something I, I did in high school. Now, just for context, anybody that's uh, ever seen Freddie McSwain Jr. play, you know how high that he can get it. And we like to say about you that you got hop or you got jump. Uh, I always like to call you Flight 35. You wear a 35 jersey with the Moncton Magic, but you you can you can get up. When you're doing high jump, 
How long was it before your coaches came to you and they were like, uh, Freddie, I think you could actually be good at this. As soon as I got broke the record for the broke the record at, at Liberty County High School, then now they was like, oh yeah, you can, you can be. Good. I actually got a couple offers from before high jump too. I just turned them down and want to play basketball. You okay? Well, wait a second. You just basically started doing high jump, and then how long was it before you set the school record? The first year, uh, my junior year, first year, the record was like six four, six six, and I broke it, and I got six ten at. At practice, but six eight in a meet. Six eight. I can't even fathom jumping that high. And you mentioned about like not having form. How hard was it for you to, to get that form down to be able to do that jump where you kind of have to go backwards and up over the bar? It's like uh, it's kind of like some exercises and workouts that you got to do to uh, like arch your back and to get the form up going over a pole. So that's mostly our, uh, our stuff we did. So. Now, how much did that? track and field training and, and training for high jump how much did that help you with basketball keeping balance mostly and um, knowing how to, how to land like and where to jump at like a spot where you want to jump at and see how far how high you can jump and how far you can jump so it helped out a lot now again in, in chatting to you before we did this podcast you told me another pretty cool story uh, during your high jump career as brief as it was for a couple of years in high school uh, there was a really big meet in Florida that you went to uh, tell me that story uh, it's called the Bob Hayes uh, it was like a big trap meet for like if you want to get exposed coaches uh, a lot of coaches and stuff and a lot of teams gonna be there so colleges and if you if you do good there you're gonna get looked at so I, I got there uh, <laughs> I got there. It was super cold. It was really cold there at first because it was really in the mornings. So and then when I got there, I had to warm myself up. And, and then I just, as I got this one feet, I got this six foot. And I was like, I'm going to keep going. Six two, then six four, then six six, and then six eight. And I just, and I won it. And I, the guy ha- happily knocked the board. And I was like, oh my gosh, I won. <laughs> <laughs> so, Freddie McSwain Jr., who never had track and never had high jump on the radar, a coach sees you, brings you in, you set the school record, then you go to the Bob Hayes meet and you win that. Yeah. And then, I have the trophy still, that uh, picture of the trophy. I asked my track coach to send me the picture. like, I remember this, Freddie. And I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> now, not only high jump, but also football. Now, a football story for you that, that I was told before I even met you was that you also had a chance to play football at Clemson. How the heck did that come about? Well, when uh, when uh, we had a five-star recruit, uh, we had a five-star recruit, he was a linebacker. And so, like, every game he had, like, a recruit there. And, like, college was just looking at, looking at us, same as they were looking at him. And so... I just I had a good game and I was just tall and <laughs> and they threw the football up to me. It was like uh, they wanted to talk to me and just how that that's how it went. So obviously you can jump in basketball. You can get up. You were doing the high jump. How high could you get in football? Like how easy was it for you to jump over the defensive backs and jump over defenders? Most because I can see most corners are short, so they're for men speedy, but. If you're like a six four, six five receiver, you're gonna jump over them and be taller in length. So that's just an advantage of being a wide receiver. What was it like when you were contacted by Clemson? Do you remember how kind of it went down? Um, it was just like a coach. It was just like at a, at a after a game or something like that, and coach a coach uh, 
hit me up or a football coach hit me up and just have me in the office and you know <laughs> and I was just like sorry I didn't really I didn't really have too much of a passion for it you have like you gotta have really have a mindset for football to want to do it every day it says a lot about the athlete that you are though you start uh, high jump late in high school and you win championships and set records and you get recruited same thing with football you take it up late you get recruited but basketball obviously is where your heart is uh, when did you have an idea that this was something that you might be able to take to another level um when it, it all started when i got uh when i went to juco at new york community college in kansas in Chinook, kansas uh when my my freshman year i was I was I was okay. I, I played okay. Uh, I was like averaging like ten and five. Then that summer, going into my sophomore year, that 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 made me really decide like I can actually play basketball. I can actually play this game, and I can I have more joy because I worked so hard that whole summer. Like I was in the gym 24/7, like 6 a.m. workouts, go home, eat, come back, workout, go play open gym with friends and stuff. And I was like. It's just a passion that I, I enjoy, and so it just, and it got me going towards that season, going into my JUCO sophomore season, and then we turned out winning 30 and six. I got first team all region, first team all conference, uh, JUCO all America. I was top, I was top 50, and I was number 24 in top JUCOs all across the world. I was just, then I had like 30 offers. And I didn't have no offers coming to high school. Tell me about when you first heard from Indiana? Was it by letter? Was it a phone call? How did they get in touch with you? I was watching a movie. I was in, so my Juca has like a movie room. So I was in there just watching when I was getting recruited. So I was hearing from a lot of coaches and stuff. Um, and then Indiana called me and I was like, I don't know. If, uh, and I was like, uh, hello? It was like, uh, is this Freddie Maxwell? I was like, yes, it's him. He said, well, I, well, I'm calling from Indiana University and uh, I wanted offer you a scholarship, I want to come see you scrimmage, come see you in person. And the head coach came too. Wow. Tom Crane, uh, he's he's at, uh, coaching at uh, Georgia right now. And they came and see me play. I took a picture with them. It was just, it was wild. And they offered me right there on the spot. They see me play open gym, just. And when that moment hit you that you were now going to be a Hoosier, playing for Indiana, what was going through your mind? I was just like, this is the next step in my life. Uh, and I was, I feel like I was truly blessed to be in this opportunity because I didn't think I was going to ever go to college to play basketball. And and I, I'm, I'm blessed to even be here playing for the Munson Magic because uh, everything I've been through and everything down my life, I'm, I'm still continuing playing basketball. Well, we're certainly glad to have you here in Moncton, no question about it. So when you suit up for the first time and you put that Indiana uniform on because look listen anytime you get to play division one basketball in the United States that's a big deal but there's certain programs that are iconic and Indiana is certainly one of them when you first pull on that Indiana sweater and that jersey over your head did you kind of pinch yourself did it feel real um yeah it, it, it seemed so unreal when I uh, before every game I just I thank God that that I got a chance to even be at the position I am now. And then the the fans there is unbelievable because as soon as we go out, I just look at the, the crowd from east, left to right, and just playing in front of all these people. It's like, you get, it's, it's a dream. That's what people dream for. And I, and I made it to where, where my dream wanted to be. 
And there's got to be so many things that stick out in your mind uh, from your time at Indiana University. But are there one or two memories from games that really stick out in your mind that if you got the clips of, you kind of go back every now and then and watch the clip again? Oh yeah, I got I got a, got one uh, when I had a, a alley against Duke. Duke was ranked number one in the in the nation, and I caught an alley oop on ESPN. It was we were playing everywhere. Got uh, ESPN top ten. It was it was unbelievable, and that's the memory gonna stick with me forever. Do you remember who threw it up to you? Uh, yeah, Devontae Green. Yeah, uh, brother of uh, Raptors, uh, Danny Green. So. <laughs> and now was it was it. Uh, at Duke's gym, or was it at home? Yeah, it was home? at Indiana. It was at, and what was the crowd reaction when that happened? Static. It was 17,000 people. Yeah, yes, the gym going to be rocking. <laughs> <laughs> could you feel like Could you feel like the goosebumps in the hair, like as they say in the back of your neck, could you feel like it, it tingling? Uh, uh, yes, it was crazy. I got so hyped, I was just, everybody went crazy. You just look around, like everybody's really cheering, cheering for you after, after a big slam in your team. And of course, you know, you, you finish out your time at Indiana, and I actually was looking at a video on YouTube of Seniors Night, and that's when they kind of take your jersey and they, they put it on display, and then you have to take the mic the seniors do and, and uh, to make a speech. How nervous were you on Seniors Night when you had to go out and speak in front of all those people? Well, I was nervous, but I was, I was happy because my mother was there too, and she got to watch me play. And she didn't really get a chance to watch me play a lot when I, even when I was in high school, when I played for my two years there. She always worked, always worked. So I got a chance to even fly her out and come see me play and be there. So I was happy. Very special moment. Now, you're Freddie McSwain Jr., so I'm going to assume that your dad is Freddie McSwain Sr. What's your mom's name? Uh, Regina Hampton. Regina Hampton. And what about uh, siblings? What other siblings do you have, brothers or sisters? Uh, Three older sisters, no brothers. I'm the baby of the family. You're the baby of the family and you're the only boy? Yeah. <laughs> okay, now, Freddie, I was the youngest of five kids, and, and my brothers and sisters would be the first to tell you, and, and I'd agree, I was a little bit spoiled. Was it, What was it like for you? Like, did you get a little extra special treatment because you were the only boy plus you were the baby? Yeah, I got a little bit of special treatment. My sister didn't want me to do it. You know, you know, you, if you're a little brother, you want to copy everything your older, older brother or sibling do. So I, I try to copy it. My sister didn't let me copy them at all. I, I, I cried. Wherever, wherever they wanted to eat, I wanted to do the same thing. And I, they just didn't let me because I was the boy. <laughs> they were having none of it. Yeah, they weren't having it. So I had to just survive on my own. <laughs> Another special moment, obviously, is when you sign your first pro contract. What was it like when you realized your next goal of playing pro? When I first signed the papers, I was like, I was just telling everybody. <laughs> I was I was happy because uh, not everybody gets to go pro and play basketball somewhere. And and I got here and I wanted to make the best of my opportunity and the chance I got to play pro play ball. And and I came I came here much enough to show people what, who I am and what what I can bring to the team. Now, as we record this podcast, it's the day after your pro debut in a playoff game. What was that moment like? Because the regular season is one thing, but it's a very different feeling in the playoffs. What was it like coming out and dressing and playing in your first professional game as a pro? Oh, it was fun. Uh, we got a, we got a chance to win too, and play. It was I think it was like a, a pack house last night, so it was it was fun, and I can't wait to see how far we can go as a team. And I know that at Indiana, you wore jersey number twenty-one, 
and you're very active on social media. I'm glad that I get to follow you because when you retweet or share my stuff, it's always as good for me, right? On my <laughs> social media stuff. But you use the hashtag 21pilot. Tell me why you used hashtag 21pilot. Uh, when I hashtag 21pilot, well, 21 uh, is a number I wear when I was in Juco and the number I wear at Indiana. Uh, I wear the number 21 because uh, it brought me so, so much success and and so much gratitude of going towards the game of basketball in my life. So, and then pilot is because I can jump. <laughs> yes, you can. So, so I just put it together, 21 pilot, and everybody just hey, call it, call me 21 pilot, or, or just say pilot. It's sticks. So, listen for a play-by-play -play person like myself to be able to have that to work with, and whenever you go up, I always like to call you Flight 35. It works too. Or or down the <laughs> runway, taking flight. It works well. Let me just ask you real quick about social media, because like I said, you're really active on Twitter and on Instagram, uh, and you mentioned you know, you've got that Snapchat group with all of your old buddies that you, you keep in contact with. But what do you like most about the interaction on social media? Uh, it, it, it shows everyone what everyone's doing and. Yeah, social media connects everyone together. So, uh, and it keeps everyone updated on what you're doing and and what things you're, you're high, which like success you're you're bringing and what you're doing. So, that's basically what I do. I, I'll be on Facebook too. So that's what I'm mostly my 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 family is Facebook. So I try to <laughs> stay updated with that too. And friends mostly use Snapchat and Instagram and Twitter. So, uh, how can people find you on uh, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter? Uh, yeah, well, you can find me on Instagram, Freddie underscore Mac, uh, Twitter, uh, Mac Swain underscore Junior 21, and Snapchat is just Fred Ebbett. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, let me ask you a couple of a quick ones here, and then uh, I'll let you get on your way. All right, so these are just uh, quick rapid-fire ones just to learn a little bit about Freddie McSwain Jr. What's your favorite food? Um, ribs and wings. Ribs and wings. Yeah. Any any special sauce, any kind of sauce on those ribs and wings? you go with uh, like the dry? Uh, Sometimes dry, but you know, barbecue sauce. <laughs> barbecue, mostly barbecue sauce. Just, but uh, wings, uh, uh, lemon pepper. Nice. Yeah, lemon pepper wings. Lemon pepper, all right. <laughs> now, Coach Mims was telling me about this food. Well, he's telling me about a bunch of different foods because I guess Coach Mims knows his way around the kitchen. Hush puppies. <laughs> hush puppies. What is, the, I'm so intrigued. Are, are you like a hush puppy guy? Yes, hush puppies are really good. It's it's like a bread, it's like a, a, a ball of bread, and it's like it has like its own like flavor. But it's it's really good, and you say you tried it, right? You I haven't. It. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I need to try it. <laughs> yeah, I'm it, dreaming about hush puppies. Yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of stuff that like back in the U.S. and the South that a lot of a lot of people never had or seen before. It's so it's it's a good little culture change, you could say. <laughs> what uh, is your favorite food since you've come to Canada and here in Moncton? Um. I've been the the Tim the Tim Hortons what is it called Tim Hortons yeah the Tim Hortons so I like the little Timbits that's <laughs> the, <laughs> I'm addicted to it now I like those it was just it's something that that's new to me I never have Tim they don't have it in U S so so you know what I'm gonna do I'm actually gonna take this little bit of a clip and I'm gonna do what's called an audiogram and I'm gonna put it on social media I'm gonna tag Tim Hortons because okay. that's awesome that you like Timbits so yeah. nothing even like that down in the states no I, no I never had it and I was like oh this is good and they have good <laughs> breakfast so I'm, I like eating there. I've been there probably like good amount of times just to get the Timbits. So. Uh, Timbits, good, good. I like the birthday cake ones and uh, the honey, the honey dip ones. I think they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah the honey, I like the honey glaze. Yeah. The honey glaze. Yeah. So. 
what's your favorite kind of music? Like, what do you listen to on game day to kind of get you in the right frame of mind? Um, well, my favorite artist is uh, Wafan Lucci. Uh, he's he's from Georgia. He's from Atlanta. Um, and he's it's like his. I listen to uh, rap rap music, so every I feel like his everything he says when he raps is speak on what what I'm, I've been through in my life. So that's why I listen to him every, like before every game. What about when you've got some downtime? Because I know it's a busy time when you're a professional athlete. You've always got something going on. But when you do get a little bit of downtime, what do you like to do just to kind of get out of your head and just relax? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a chill kind of guy, so I mostly just be in, be in my room watching Netflix or playing 2K with my friends that I grew up doing Snapchat. <laughs> so you get to 2K Live then? Yeah, so I just be playing 2K 24-7 or be watching Netflix. Or, and just be icing my legs and my knees. So I'm just a relaxed, chill kind of guy. Who's the best uh, out of you and your friends at 2K? Um, one of them are, his name is Miguel. He's he's good, he's good. We good in the park together. So we all got our own personal guys that we play in the park. So, and so we we on the same team, we good together, so. <laughs> <laughs> now when you guys get on uh, 2K Live, you got the headsets and you're talking, like do, do you and Miguel? Yeah. Do, do you guys like chirp the rest of the guys? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a couple guys that be talking junk like we suck and all that. <laughs> so we have to like, so we be like, oh, okay, run, run two on two or run three on three against us, and we turn out bent, we turn out winning. <laughs> so it's 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 a it's a good game because it's competition and it's actually like basketball in real life if you know what you what you're doing. And Netflix. I mean, there's so much stuff you can watch on Netflix. But is there anything right now that you're kind of into watching? Uh, I watch uh, the show. I actually, I have a, I have a show list. Okay. I have like probably like 25, 25 shows on there that I, <laughs> I write down like where I'm at season or episode on. So I, I I watch multiple just just to watch shows. That's what I do. <laughs> Netflix and just hanging out yeah. and, and having some uh, hush puppies. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, oh, I should ask you as well. I mean, gosh, how did I not even ask you this question? Uh, your favorite NBA team? Uh, I don't have one. Cavs favorite players. Okay. Well. Okay. So, <laughs> and you know what? That's actually interesting because I find a lot of basketball players. They'll say that they don't actually have a favorite team that they follow, but they're more into players because of their style or because they pattern themselves after that player. Okay. So, who are the players? Um, I grew up. So my three favorite players, just I watched over time. Me just when I first watched playing basketball, is Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett, when he was with the Timberwolves, he was a dominating. Um, Rudy Gay, when he was with Memphis, Memphis Grizzlies, he was he was crazy. I thought he, people thought he was going to be the next Michael Jordan and LeBron James. And last thing for you, obviously you're just at the beginning of your pro career, but even since you've been here in Moncton, for you personally, what's the biggest difference in your game from when you first arrived here to where you are now? What have you seen as your biggest improvement in your game? Uh, uh, my game, well, a lot of people thought I couldn't shoot the ball. <laughs> that's what uh, that's what a lot of people thought I couldn't shoot the ball. Um, everybody thought I was just an athletic guy and just dunk. And when I when I when people first scouted me, and a couple guys on the court was like, when when did I develop a, sh a shot? <laughs> And I was like, I worked on it all summer. That's all I was doing, working my handles, shooting. And not, because you can't rely on your athleticism all the time. You gotta, you gotta work on a part, other parts of your game to, to improve. So if I want to improve, I actually gotta improve my shooting. So that's what I did the whole summer. So I, I'm really, really happy with myself of the way I'm shooting right now, so. Well, I think the fans are pretty happy with you as well. And listen, 
you did a uh, high jump for a short amount of time. You became the best at it. You uh, played football for a short amount of time. You could have played it in Division One, And uh, now here you are playing pro basketball after NCAA time at Indiana. So I think whatever part of your game you decide you want to make better, I'm pretty sure you're going to do it, Freddie. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> So that has been Freddie McSwain Jr. And listen, my friend, thank you so much for joining us and to continued success into the playoffs. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> That's hashtag 21pilot, Freddie McSwain Jr. He's a member of the Moncton Magic, and we thank him for stopping by on Magic Time today. Remember, friends, if you can't take part in sport, be a good one anyway. I'm Scott Squires. We'll talk to you again soon. <laughs>